Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, your overexcited Swifty. And I'm Phoebe Bridges. Nope. nope. Try again. Okay, I am Baba Walters. Still, you would not be with us. I am not so Swift Sam. There you go. Build isn't necessarily with us. Well, I have something for you. A little gift, one might say. Do tell, do tell. All right, I know what it is. I'm very certain. And I'm going to, yep. Friendship bracelet kit. Look at this kit. We've got all these beads, (laughs) different colored string, and more beads. Oh, my God. That you can now do. So, like, different albums have different colors. I'm very certain that my cousin Megan had this kit in the 90s. Probably. uh, And I'm... I probably made at least one set with her. Don't worry. There's little scissors for you. We've got different color string. Is it string or ribbon? And if you need more, it's string. Okay. It's like fishing twine. Okay. And if you need more, well, we can get that too. At the fishing store. Sure. <laughs> but look at all this. Look at all these fun things. <sighs> okay. So do you know how long each bracelet needs to be? Just wrist size. Right, but you also need to be able to tie it around your wrist. So right. have you ever figured that out? Like, We're not there yet. Okay. So this guy's strong. I'm gonna because mi- you're you're the you're the ringleader of this. Project he, manager. Project manager, and he needs to <laughs> project manager. And he needs to know the exact length. Yeah, I'm gonna get and the how ruler. many beads. Yeah. And what color it's out yeah. We might have to do a uh, data analysis about No uh, no, the, no 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 no. I mean how fun it's gonna be so cute. Um, there are going to be some beads you're not allowed to use, so no, we'll no, get no, into no. that. You can't tell me what I can and cannot do. Absolutely. Kate, you should explain to the listeners why uh, Sam is getting these and what either, he's doing with them. You can them. either tell me what to do or oh, tell me how to do it. You can't do both. Yes, I can. That's what I do every week here on the Swift Talk. Yep. Welcome to the next project. This is not going to take, this is not eating up my work time for the Swift Talk. This is going to be outside extracurricular. This is Swift Talk work, though. All right, Kate, tell everyone what I'm doing now. The listeners should know that we are making friendship bracelets for the Eras Tour. Is that something that, like, all guests do? And you it's guys like trade a, them? Yeah, in? it's like a thing. It's a big TikTok thing. There's also, like... It's like Mardi Gras? Yeah, I mean, we'll know more in... I mean, when you listen to this, it'll be Wednesday, and I think it starts that Thursday. So it'll be the day... <laughs> Don't start losing beads on me. I know, I know. Because you got to make words like speak now and red... And midnight. I can tell you right now by looking through this box, there's not going to be enough letters for me to do that. Well, it's okay. We'll order you more letter beads. I can Um, do that from the car. They'll be here tomorrow. Don't you worry. There's hearts. Are there stars? Are there horseshoes? I'll post this on Instagram so they can see your project. We have a fan who just mailed us bracelets. They should be here any day now. Really? Yeah. One for each of us. You got a midnight theme. I got a red theme. You got a 1989 theme. 1989, Stacy, Madonna. So what about those fans that are going to be watching it from a television set? I heard that from Hulu possibly happen. We don't know what's going on in the Hulu world. What about our friends in Sydney, New South Wales that are listening in? And what about our friends from London, England or Toronto, Ontario or Melbourne, Victoria? I'm just looking down. Yeah, no, I I know. Um, You know, we're going to know more on the 15th. Of this month? March of this 15th. month. Yeah, it's her first tour stop. Beware the Ides of March, everybody. Mm-hmm. Something bad's going to happen. Guys, prepare yourself, because once this tour hits, I'm going to be insufferable. What? I can't decide, like, do I want to know what's happening? Do I want to be surprised when I get to Tampa? 
I, I don't know. I got I got a lot of decisions to make. When is this uh, first show? The fifteenth of this month. Yeah. The day that, which, is that a Wednesday? It's Thursday, so maybe the 16th. Oh, because Ted Lasso comes out next week. Mm, I know, we got to watch that. I am almost caught up on season two, like uh, re-watching it. I'm re-watching it now, too, for the, like, 20th time, it's probably. So it's so good. Mm-hmm. Mucho, yeah. mucho joy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it starts the 16th. Football is life, but okay. football is also death. So football is football. But mostly football is life. But mostly football is life, yes. Because if you want to talk about TV shows, there is a lot of drama going on in the TV world of mine. So, but that doesn't really pertain to Taylor. So. Yeah, I just want to. I just want you guys to talk about Taylor and I. Because yeah, I, I, I don't watch think like you're I'm ready for the Vanderpump Rules. No, <sighs> the show's still on. Oh, no, nope. ten nope. seasons. It's just getting better. <laughs> I watch. Um, so Sam's got to make the bracelets so we can share them. Then there's something happening on Hulu, but we don't know what that is. It's big. It's just getting better and better. She just got a, um, Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award. She's getting a Billboard Award for 2023 Innovator of the Year. She's a busy girl right now. Congratulations, Taylor. Living her best life. You earned it. She did. I'm so happy that she's getting the, uh. This tour could be the first tour to gross a billion dollars. Well, if she has a deal with Hulu, which that would be a smart thing. She's going to make a ton, a lot. It's like almost having a pay-per-view event. Yeah. Well, every day. I know. And I'll watch them all. Hulu's under under the Disney umbrella, isn't it? Yeah. And she's already had a Disney deal. So is she going to be a Disney princess? It's possible. She's also been in the, her song was used in the Tangle movie or no. No. The wild horse movie, Spirit Untamed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Tangled. It's just big. She was I just, not entangled. My mother was a bear. Aren't you so excited about our project, though? Our? Is it strong? I mean, have a lot of creative input. That's not going to be helpful. That's <laughs> very helpful. Like, there's even midnight. Midnight blue, pink, black for reputation, white for. Like, look. Stars, hearts, clovers, and blue moons, evil eyes. Oh, yeah, I know which ones are getting those. Right, options are endless. Anyway, so we got to get moving because that my concert's coming up in well, Tampa. Yep, and so here it is, uh, the eighth, and your Tampa concert is the thirteenth. I'm going to see Taylor on a thirteenth, March thirteenth, <laughs> April thirteenth. Yeah, okay. On a thirteen, isn't that so fun? Kate's the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. Fair, but for many other reasons. Anyway, also in other news, we have a new notable Swifty to add to our crew. We have a new notable Swifty. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not new, but he's just come out as a Swifty. He's been a Swifty for a while. Merrick Garland, U.S. Attorney General. Okay. Big Swifty. Do you know how I know this? How do you do know tell, this? Ricky Bell? <laughs> Our good friend Chase Bailey. Chase Bailey, of sent course. me an article from the Wall Street Journal talking about how Merrick Garland is a Swifty. I mean, I already knew because my Swift talk already covered it. But your Swift talk? Yeah, my friends. Okay, because mm-hmm. this is the Swift talk that I'm aware of. Yeah, but this is the TikTok Swift talk. Oh, the TikTok Swift talk. Mm-hmm. There's a TikTok Swift talk. Mm-hmm. Are we on the Twi- TikTok Swift talk? No. Mm. We need to get better about it. Copyright infringement. Well, they were there first. <laughs> they could be. A, yeah, it's a big day. I mean, 
Taylor's just getting awards, getting ready for tour. We know she's going to do Antihero, which we, I mean, we knew that anyway, but. We mean she's doing Antihero. Uh, somebody drove by her first stadium in um, Arizona and they could hear her sound checking Antihero. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, because, you know, everyone who releases a new album that goes on tour usually just generally doesn't play the songs from that new album. Eras Tour. She can't play all the songs for Midnight's and call it the Eras Tour. So, what song are we doing this week, buddies? That's a great question. Which <laughs> era are we in? Are we in young Goldilocks era, Taylor? We are in Speak Now, Taylor. We have not had a Taylor's version of Speak Now. Mm-hmm. But it is the first, the only album that Taylor wrote completely by herself. This is the only album that she wrote completely by herself. Mm-hmm. Her so, third album. And every other album she's written with other people. Yeah. So, I mean, some songs she writes totally by herself. And some songs she writes with St. Vincent. And some songs she writes with other people. Yes. Some songs she writes with what? St. Vincent. Well, one song she wrote with St. Vincent. Yeah. So some songs. One song. Some songs. Great song. Great song. Yeah, hopefully. So. I'm hopeful to see that on tour because we've never seen that live. Andy Clark, baby. Because Lover was written as a like stadium tour album. Like That that Taylor album is made to be screamed back at her. But, you know, COVID ruined Loverfest for us. But it gave us folklore and evermore. So you win some, you lose some. You're looking at me like I've lost my mind. It's just because I don't have a beard anymore. I've always been looking at you like this. Yeah, Sam, uh, Sam shaved. It's all gone. It's a look. It's all gone. Here I am now. Anyway, so moving on, we are doing the title track, Speak Now, from Speak Now. And don't worry about forever holding your peace. We will be back after we listen to this song. And we know Sam will not hold his peace. Oh, no, no, no. The beard is off. The gloves are off. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, what better way to make bracelets with? Yep. Can't spell friendship without, why'd you make me do this, Kate? (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to hit pause. You hit pause. And we'll be right back. Well, Sam and Jason... Now she's talking to both of us. I know. Well, because before we came back, you both had plenty to say, and I don't want our, view- our listeners to miss it. I feel like we should just stay in the moment now. Like, that moment has passed. It served its time. And all too well, we know that we should just speak now. Or forever hold our peace. This is a song. By Taylor Swift. That was on her third album. Uh-huh. That she wrote herself. Yeah. So. So. Doesn't sound like Midnight's, doesn't sound like Folklore and Evermore, does not sound like 1989, does not sound like Lover, barely sounds like Red. Doesn't sound like Fearless. It's like listening to two different people. It really is. It really is. This song has so many tangible vibes for me. I I feel like there's a very Texarkana feeling to it, kind of like Fastball. Remember Fastball? Yeah. there There's a a feeling to it, especially with the, the... if I say simplistic, it's going to sound too simplistic. The tambourine. I was going to say the drum line. The ta, 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 it sounds like the the own eaters, the wonders from oh, that thing you do. Yeah, it has that type of vibe. Like they could pick up the pace they want to make it really rocking. Uh, it's very much a the graduate slash Wayne's World two motif of like banging on the glass window at the church and trying to get that person to leave who they're with right now. Yeah, uh, well, that that's literally the song. Really? Oh my god! I didn't. 
Wait, that? this song is about that? stopping a wedding? Yeah. I had no idea. It's subtle. The more you know, Star, flows behind my head in the background, it's ladies and gentlemen. It's very subtle. Very subtle. Yeah, it's very, it's as subtle as, I don't know, Taylor Swift. <laughs> she can be subtle. Sure. When? <laughs> I was going to, you know what? I was going to start with a lot of praise for this song. And now. Were I'm, you that, really? Let's hear it. It's out of it now. That, well, it's no, gone. you can get it back. No, it's gone. The magic's gone. Just do it. This is one of her better songs, period. Better than a lot of what I've heard lately off of Midnight's Better Than Other Stuff. Because I feel like she lost something when she switched from... This is Nathan Chapman as the producer. Yep. He was a 2001 graduate. Uh, this is his first album producing. This is his first album producing. And he... This song alone, like, I don't know why this wasn't on the air. This is a great song. It was song. on the air. Not for me. Not on Jam wow. 94.5. Not on 92.1 when it was alternative rock and roll. Not on the river. Never heard it before. This it, was wasn't on any, it wasn't on any of my burnt CDs. I'm sorry. It was a promotional single for the album. Promotional single? Yeah. I mean, she dropped it. This is, this is what Taylor Swift Peaked at number eight. was going for, and that hit it. And I feel like... Whew, this this was sort of like if she stayed in this lane, that would have skyrocketed her over to Nashville land and everywhere, all over. Like th this would, if she could have, if she decided to not go more pop, she would have been in this lane and would have just like taken off. Yeah. She wouldn't play in front of the president. The flag is behind her. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. She would have been at the Super Bowl in the middle of the middle of the. The field, waving at Tom Brady, waving at Gronk, and uniting everyone together for football. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. There would have been a NASCAR. You're not being serious. There would have been a NASCAR with their face printed on the front. And they would go to all the Swift Mobile. This is just, it's, for something that she wrote in Tyler on her own and knowing that what Big Red Machine wanted for Big her. Machine. Red is good. No, Red is the album. No, but uh, Big Red Machine is the group. Red was the dress that I wore that day when you broke up with me. Blue was the stars of my eyes so pretty. I don't know. Big Machine. <laughs> there you go. Like, this is what they wanted from her. Yeah. And she provided it. She yeah. wrote it all on her own. She gave them what they wanted. She had a great producer. Yeah. We know how important a great producer is. Not a fan of this type of music at all. No. No. No, but it was exactly where it, in the time frame of music. It's Kids what she Boppy, was doing. It's Disney album -y, It's this album has your one of your favorites. Mean. Mean is a great song to come back at somebody in a specific situation where they're a diehard Taylor Swift fan, and Taylor Swift starts playing, and they're like, "I can really feel this song," and I was like, "Really? Why? Because I can relate to this song right now." And you start saying the lyrics to them. Yeah, sure. Granted, but that's in the past. We're living in a moment. We're living in not, the present is the gift that we are opening every second. I'm really excited to see how Taylor. You guys also liked better from better than revenge on this one, mm -hmm. but I'm excited to see how she does Taylor's version with this, because the adult Taylor singing basically her diary. I from when she was you know just out of high school. She's Ugh. if she when she re-records this, it's going to be the exact same thing. There's going to be nothing else because the only motif she would add to it is she would go full on Lord and it would be very dark and then become a little poppy and then be very dark. She would be like this jaded, like, why would I ever stop? I am so, uh, or it'd be like maniacal manic. It would be like stalkery. I don't it would know. Be, you know, I feel, gaslighty. I feel like 
with her and the re-records with Fearless, with Red, when she approaches it, she tries to keep it very much the same, but an inflection's a little bit different where she's like, this is ridiculous, but okay. Can you, can like, you, can you tone can down you, the mic when I laugh? But can you imagine like going back through your life's work? So the jokes that you would tell on stage when you were 19, would you tell those today? Not all of them, because most of them I don't remember, and some of them have not aged well. Well, I think Taylor can probably say the same thing. But uh, she's got a legion of fans who want to hear it. So, and so let's talk about the legion of fans for a second, because we're I, a delightful group, aren't I we? Was, I was a, a part of a uh, a fandom conversation a few nights ago, and I'm trying to remember the exact way that they put this, but it was the same. Was I there? Uh, yes. Was this me? Yes. It's you. Hi. <laughs> you were there with Jill. Oh, jeez. And it was talking about gaslighting for example you had brought up why i didn't like last week's the week before you didn't like paris i want to brainwash you into loving me forever right, right. gaslighting and there was an idea that both of you said and agreed upon and my ver my my wording isn't going to be completely accurate but it was the when this behavior is done by somebody else of course it is wrong it's terrible and everything but when we taylor and the fandom do it it's fine <laughs> It's fine for us. It's fine. When we're getting what we want, it's fine. It's okay. It's bad when it's other people, but it's okay when we do it. We're just taking down the patriarchy. I don't understand why you have a problem with us. <laughs> That's it's because it's been done to us for so long. We're just taking back our power. <laughs> oh, really? You're justifying this, this nuclear armament. You're welcome for taking down Ticketmaster. I wasn't one to thank you. You're well, well, you will thank us. I'm when the guy who stands tickets. in line and buys a ticket. I'm you still, you can't do that anymore. I'm still analog. There's no way to do that. Yes, anymore. there is. There's a window with a thing in front of it. There's the kiosk, the ticket kiosk. You don't have a broker? Ask your broker. Your broker will get you a ticket. Come on down to Long Island. We miss you. Talk to your mom. Okay. Anyway. We are just dismantling the patriarchal systems that you, your gender has put in place, and we are rightfully taking back. Did you just gender me? Yes, I did. <laughs> You're welcome. <sighs> just saying. Mm -hmm. You're a bigger feminist than I am. I don't understand why you have such a problem with this. Well, all right. How, how do I put, how do I, let's say you, uh, let's say Taylor Swift's a fireman. And you're like, we're a team fireman and we are with you. You're putting out fires. Great. Some people are saying you're putting out fires wrong or it should have been done better. And you're like, this is the fireman for us. And you're rooting for the firefighter. And then three of you set a fire and be like, look, there's another fire. Put it out so we can watch. And you're like, yay. And then three more were like, we put another fire for you. Put it. Yay. The idea of taking down the patriarchy. Yeah, fine. Go for it. Awesome. Does not condone the ramifications of a blind following doing something that is negative behavior in their eyes, except for when they are doing it. I'm not really sure what you think we do. That's so negative. We're very delightful. We write in swooping, sweeping cursive letters in glitter pens and fountain pens, quill pens. I love how you're taking the Shia LaBeouf approach of just taking someone else's words and using them for your own agenda. I love that for you. Did you just call me Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. That's pretty insulting, Samuel. How is that insulting? A fantastic know. actor? Mm, not a great human being. 
I never said he was a human being. I said he's a fantastic <laughs> actor. Anyway, I'm just saying, what's so bad about us? We live in our own little lives. Right. And you're, you're going to just keep saying, and when someone says listening, you're going to be like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I just, I'm looking for a little bit of an example here. Of? What we do. Concrete. What do Swifties do that make us little gaslighters? <laughs> As somebody who has stayed far away from the fandom except for looking across at you on the <laughs> microphone, you're asking me to give... Ex Could you potentially be talking about how when John Mayer tried to walk on for his concert tour, the Swifties in the audience saying would've, could've, should've at the top of their lungs before he came out? Could that potentially be what you're talking about? That's a possibility. It's the same thing as uh, when 50 Cent bought the first three rows of a Ja Rule concert and he was the only one sitting in the first three <laughs> rows. It could be a bit like trolling. It could be a little bit more damaging than that. I mean, I think they just didn't know he knew about the song and wanted him to hear about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great song. We've He's, done it. We've covered it. No interviewers ever asked him about it. He's only done one. I don't think he'll. she did. He's only done one interview? Recently, since this came out. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Call her daddy. Mm. Just saying. Mm -hmm. We're a delightful little group until you wind us up. Come on. I know that. We, I call us a cult. Yes, <laughs> like, I know that. I know that, too. I just like to hear you say it. <laughs> yeah, like, of course we are fanatical. This is, this is terrible, except when we do it, then it's fine. Sure. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. I get it. Yeah. I mean, this has been a criticism of Taylor and her fan base for a very long time. It When... The 1989 era was in its peak. Taylor had all of these like super cool model actress friends. It was squad goals. They were everywhere together. Red carpets, fashion shows, they threw parties. It was this like super cool girl vibe. And a lot of people were like, your fan base would not be cool enough to be part of this. Which is true. I mean, at that point, we were all a little normal. Your, the, the Taylor Swift fan base is the modern day Star Wars fan base. You're going to have to give me some context. Sure. Star Wars is a film that came out in Not 1976. That context. It grew a, a, it was a phenomenon of sorts where it became super popular. Yeah. And you had people that were like, I've watched it. I really liked it. And if people were like, I need to learn everything about this. Let's build upon the lore. Let's look for the Easter eggs. Let's find all these things. And they were like, you're a bit too nerdy for this. I don't know. I don't want to bring up Star Wars around this person. All they're going to do is talk about Star Wars right now. <laughs> Which, guess what? You can't spell Star Wars without TS. It became a phenomenon for them. And so they all gathered together and they be, had they, they built their fandom. And everyone talked about it and they built costumes. And they, What's your favorite era of Star Wars? Yeah. Mine's this movie. Mine's this trilogy. Mine's this. What's Oh, let's deep dive into this. And it grew and grew and grew until it got so big that it was hard to be like, that person's a nerd when you're pointing and you're like, which one? And you see a sea of 5,000 people and you're like, uh, all of them? I'm not in that group. I should be in that group. Let's socialize with them. Let's, you know what? I kind of like nerdy things too. Let's talk about it. His favorite song is Shake It Off. He's not one of us. No, let him in. Let him in. It became that, I really like the Ewoks. He's not one of us. No, let him in. Let him in. That's what it built into until now it is a giant conglomerate owned by Disney. It's everywhere. Everyone knows at least what it is without even seeing it. You can't bring it up around somebody without them having their opinion on it. That's Taylor. That's Star Wars, baby. Look at that. Star Wars is in great company. I'm not going to tie it to the Bible because I feel like there's a lot more Yeah, there. we don't need to get it. <laughs> Let's not get canceled. This just in. The Taylor Swift podcast starts a religious war. Um, News at 11. So, 
Yeah, I do. It's very interesting now to see, and I'm interested to see this at the concert because there's so many new Swifties that came in with like Folklore and Evermore and Midnight's who don't really know her older stuff. Like they know some of the hits, the love stories, the You Belong With Me, the Shake It Offs. But like there's some deep, like it's always funny at a Taylor Swift concert because she'll pull out a deep track and she'll play it. And you see like the, the more excited fans lose it. Cause like, oh my God, she's never done this live. This is so cool. I've never seen this. And then some of the more, dare I say casual fans, be like, what is this, is this song? New? What is this? I, Prince was the same way. Prince yeah. had a gigantic library of music and everyone knew Purple Rain. Everyone knows when dubs cry. Maybe some people know Bat Dance. But when he's playing something else, they're like, what is, is this? Is he covering somebody? What is this? I've never, this is new. It's not new. It's from his third album. Oh, really? What's that called? Well, and so I think like it's interesting to see like if she plays Speak Now, this song, and she's like, okay, let's do it. Like, run away now. Like, are the newer Swifties going to know this song? Are they going to be like, oh, yeah. I mean, the old Swifties, the ones who know her older work, it's such a fun song in a concert to sing to because it's so petty and it's so like, what are you doing with her? Like, you left me for this? Like, she's not even great. Her family sucks. The dress is terrible. She looks like a brat. Why are you doing this? Let's go. There's a reason why they say. There's not a lot about the person that she's fawning for outside of you're around the worst people right now. Yeah. Has nothing really to do with him and everything to do with leaving the girl. Because she wants to be the hero and save the prince. Kind of. But, like, Taylor's still very petty, especially when she writes on her own. As we know from Jason's favorite Midnight song. Paint the cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. <laughs> she wrote that one all on her own. When she wants to go for the jugular, she likes to do it by herself. It is a, I have to say, it is a weird but fascinating song for me to watch people like yourself and Jill listen to and get down on. And I'm I, watching these people give their body movement spin on the words that are being said. It is very theater-esque. It is eerily like artwork watching somebody get down who is not you. <laughs> you isn't the person who is listening to me. You know, a Swifty really feels the so the lyrics. We're very, very in tuned. Mm, mm. In tuned. Yeah. Um, um, but, groomed. Um, um, anyway, so I'm just, I'm very interested to see like with the laugh in this, like with the inflections, how she does this now in her 30s as opposed to how she did it in, I don't know, she's like 20. How? Hmm? When, I think 21, 20. When, when she, she did wrote this, this song? Yeah. She was like 19, 20. Yeah. Yeah. So when she like now, it's got to be so. Ooh, fun fact. But just, oh, she, yeah, well, go she for spent it. two years writing this. Yeah. So we're not it, the album. released when she was 19, 20, but it's going from like 16 to 19 when she's writing it. Well, around that. No, I mean, she was like 19 when Fearless came out. So she's like she, 21. She was 19 when Fearless. She was like 12 when Fearless came out. <laughs> Something that I was going to say before we got into all these side tracks was, what if during all these Eras performances, when she starts doing her Speak Now, mm -hmm. it's the play test for how she wants to approach the album? Well, I mean, it's very... She doesn't... We don't know. She Maybe she does own her masters now. Maybe they were just like, we give up. You've made your point. Buy them back. Take them. Oh. You do you. Because if she's going to be broadcasting on Hulu, she's either going to have their permission or she's got to own it. And she has a permission. She has to pay them for it. So how are these, how is this, ha 
We still don't have debut. Speak now. 1989 reputation. I just I, I how is this? I'm sure she has a plan. I'm sure it's all set. Like she just won't play those songs. Or those that means no shake it off. That means no Tim McGraw. Like she's got or, or she's she's grown on for she's she's passed on that. Hulu wants to make this, so Hulu is giving her money to do these uh, live recording well, shows. Yes, and she's going to use that Disney Hulu money to pay off what she owes for doing this, and then she's going to make even more money, and that's going to be like. Why don't I just pay you the money now and you can call a deal? Yeah. Give me my songs back. They, but the problem is they weren't get willing to give her her songs back. Willing is a strong word. Able might be a bit of a better so word. So then she, well, she wanted to buy them. They sold them out from under her to mm-hmm. her enemy. Mm-hmm. He shall not be named one of them. Spider Boy? Yeah. Okay. And then they just kept like screwing her. So she like they're they don't have a working relationship. They're not like, hey bud, like so I'm doing this thing. I'll give you some money. You give me my songs. They were like, mm, go for it. Re-records don't work. No one's been popular with re-recording. No, it's never worked. She said, hold my beer, or actually hold my old fashioned. No, she said, hold my box of white wine because I said she <laughs> cosplays poor. She likes an old fashioned. <laughs> she likes her whiskey, but she's. Like here, and she doesn't drink box wine. She drinks screw top bottles. <laughs> Different. We are not 1999 college kids with Franzia. Yeah, we're 1989. <laughs> Business cash. With- were you needy? So no, but like, so how? Like, I don't think they're at that position where she wants to give them money and not have her. No, no, I don't think it's about giving them money. It's being like, you know what? I'm going to do this. We're going to owe us money. And she's like, boom, there you go. I did it. I don't think she wants them to have any sort of profit off her work. I think she, of course not. Of course she doesn't have to. So she has to have them. She can re-record them Mm -hmm. and register under that. But we haven't had like, how is this working? We're going to find out. Well, yeah. But I absolutely think you can't call it the Eras tour and not play songs from debut. Speak now. 1989 and reputation. So you're feeling that's an era bracket S close bracket tour. An era asterisk. Era asterisk tour. No, I think she's like. But I'm just saying power move, power play can be. You know what? I'm doing this anyway. Well, you owe us money and just being like, yeah, there you go. Bye. See you later. I don't think she, I think she's too petty for that. And she should be. They wouldn't play ball with her. It's her work. Yeah, and she's making more money than any of them are right now. Yeah, but why should they make even more money off her when they aren't willing to work with her? Because she's going to make even more money off of them not working with her. <laughs> no. If trickle-down economics has taught me anything. It, clearly. <laughs> roll the dice. All right. Each week, we roll the dice. We choose the, albums. the album and the song from Taylor Swift. We say a, a quick thing about Jillian Petruziello. Who, if you're listening to this now, uh, go to Burger Bar. Uh, oh yeah, seventh, where you get to see the Battle of the Jills, Jillian Petruziello versus Jillian Marquis, bartender it off in a sake cocktail competition with host. Thank you, Kate Smith. Judge, you're the host. I'm the judge. Well, I was gonna say special guest host Sam Bennett. Uh, just roll the dice. All right, seven. Oh boy. Lover. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. It's not on this album. It's not on the album. Song number four. It's a song called The Man. You are going to love it. 
there's a music video that we're going to watch. Is this going to be like Beyonce if I was a boy? No. No? No. No? Nope. You're promising me right now. Nope. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's an experience. You'll love it. We'll mm-hmm. get to talk about the karma wall. There's so the karma wall. Yeah, there's so much to unpack and uncover next week. Which is episode twelve of season seven. And it's gonna fall on a thirteenth. <gasps> hey. It's also a month before Kate goes to the concert. Oh my gosh. Three plus twelve plus thirteen minus minus six. Plus one minus ten is thirteen. <laughs> Feel better? Never. Perfect. Anyway, so we'll be back next week with maybe a more enthusiastic Sam. Oh, come on now. I've been smiling this entire time. I have not been. <laughs> we'll be back with a uh, a perkier Kate. <laughs> and a better behaved Sam. Oh, don't stretch it now, Pilates. <laughs> All right. Well, if you haven't already, follow us. You can see some behind the scenes of Sam's bracelet making. Yeah. Uh, follow, like, subscribe. Tell us you want more content. Uh, Review. Ask for a friendship bracelet. I'll happily handwrite you a letter that says, I'm sorry, these are all at the concert. You have to find Kate. <laughs> and I will hand draw you a map of where I think she might be. <laughs> or where he'll be in the parking lot with Jason. Yep. Uh, plot B, section 71. Oh, that's nice cemetery burial. Uh, we're going to be... Oh, that's a different thing. A different thing. I hope you have fresh flowers. Anyway, we'll be back <laughs> next week with <laughs> the man from the Lover album. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kate the Swifty. And I'm not so swift, but still six feet above ground, Sam. <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs>